51 Lounge inside the Bank Plus studio. This is now Live in the studio. It's the Out of Bounds Show with Low Bounds. Streaming live worldwide on the Out of Bounds radio app. And on your radio at ESPN 105.9. The Zone. I still haven't had a cup of coffee. I know a sip of coffee, but I'm thinking about it during the first break. Good morning. Welcome in. We're back in studio. We were out a couple of times last week, I guess the golden moon casino on Wednesday and MRA on Friday. So we're live in the bank plus studio studio, the beautiful, beautiful bank plus studio. What a weekend, what a weekend. Ole Miss takes down Auburn on the road. And Mississippi State takes down Arkansas on the road. And, uh, well, the Alabama Crimson Tide continues to win. Woo! Holy smokes. Good morning. Welcome in. We are the Out of Bounds Show. 105.9 The Zone ESPN. And I hope you had a good weekend. Uh, I watched the MRA prep game on Friday night on TV. Not live, but uh, on TV, kind of hanging out. Then I watched ball all day on Saturday with Mississippi State and Ole Miss kind of bookending each other. I did watch stayed up for Southern Cal and Utah and Miami and Clemson. That was wild. Um, So it was like an entertaining day, and then the night games were crazy. Um, especially with Utah taking Southern Cal's manhood again. Ooh. And then yesterday <laughs> was uh, was a ton of fun because there's so much back and forth in the NFL. And and that was fun to see. And, you know, um, Saints fans had already lost. Dallas doesn't play. It was, it was, but it was still a wild, wild weekend. Uh, I went to Mudbugs yesterday. Ooh. Did you, don't they have uh, the pool pork nachos? Yes. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. I got the wings while I was there, and I just visited with the good people. Um, you never know. I may run for office. Okay. And, uh, All right. And so that was good, and then I got shrimp to go. I got shrimp to go. Yeah. Boiled? You go potatoes or like what? I didn't get any sides just because I didn't feel like I needed them. Okay. Straight um, protein. I didn't know that Wendy was going to... Um, she had cooked some baked potatoes on Saturday and then she just sliced them up and threw them in the oven. So we had, you know, little potatoes with the shrimp later, but I just got a couple of pounds of shrimp. They're absolutely delicious. They had a big day. Oktoberfest was Saturday in downtown Brandon and they said they had a big, um, a, a really, really big day and I was excited for them. So that's what I did this weekend. Football and food um, some tasty beverages and more football. Okay. Yeah. I like that. Zach Arnett got his first SEC win. Huge. Yeah. And I don't know if Sam Pittman's going to make it, but if he doesn't, worst case, there's two numbers. If X happens, he gets 16 million. And if Y happens, he gets 11 million. Not a bad deal either way. Poor guy. Okay. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, he's already made millions. He can he can either keep the beach in the mountains or he can maybe grab another one on the beach. I don't know. 
whatever he wants to do. Um, but but he may not make it. I'm not even sure they can upgrade. But because uh, you know he's done a pretty good job. Just just kind of called a bad, kind of called a bad year. What'd you do? Uh, did well, you make casseroles and stuff? I actually I dumplings. Did, I had a casserole last night. Uh, courtesy of Miss Michelle Fulton, that oh, was delicious. Oh, okay, downright delicious. Uh, but no, I actually I was celebrating because it looks like Ole Miss has a pulse in the second half for the first time in like three years. So that is uh that's worth celebrating, I'd say. Well, they did what they needed to do on the road in a very hostile environment, and uh, got another W. You know, man, it was ugly for a second. Yeah, <laughs> that first drive, four penalties back to back to back to back. <laughs> the refs were uh, flag happy for a while. Yeah, I agree with that. That it was it was sloppy early, and then, um, what was it? Early fourth quarter, Ole Miss imposed their will. Late third, early fourth. Yeah, 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 yeah. But the running game, man, just uh, between Judkins and Dart and Bentley, Auburn eventually didn't have an answer, and then. It opened up some things uh, down the field. Yeah, Judkins, welcome back. Yeah, he Come had on. disappeared. Uh, that was a team that that um, you know did not did not pursue him, and so he lo- he had a little more fire in the pants. And yeah, he did. <laughs> yeah, he's from Alabama, and he let Auburn know. Yeah, so. and that was I mean Bentley was basically I won't say a non-factor, but. Whenever Bentley was in, it was like a completely different run game. You put it in Quinshawn, and then he's actually moving the ball. What was it, like a 24-yard 20, run that got called back? Didn't phase him. Yeah, I remember. He, yeah, ke- yeah, yeah. he kept chugging. Yeah, I love it. Ole Miss, a second-half team. Who would have thought? Are you ready to just down that sword? Or Oh, my, my tickets are in Atlanta. They're booked. Okay, yeah. so, so let's go ahead and get in this. <laughs> um, again, Mississippi State and Ole Miss went on the road. I don't want to be Debbie Downer because I think it's wins uh, are great, but against two teams that are zero and nine in the conference, here it comes. Well, no, I'm just stating <laughs> that's that's not an opinion. Yes, like, I'm going to okay. give opinions. That's just facts. You're right. You're ne- right. Neither team has won an SEC game, or am I wrong? I mean, no, that's correct. But okay, this, but that doesn't mean that they're not big wins. Like both teams could have easily lost this weekend. Like, going on the road, that's... I'm with you. I, I know conference games are, outside of Vanderbilt, conference wins are precious and valuable. I mean, Ole Miss is going to win again this weekend. That'll be 0-17, three of their wins against Arkansas, Auburn, and Vandy. Those three teams, 0-17 in the league. Hey, fingers crossed we win. <laughs> fingers I think you're crossed. okay. The, the line's 25 or 26. It may have, it may have jumped up. Um, I was looking at the Circa lines yesterday when they uh, when they dropped. Mississippi State's an underdog, and Ole Miss a heavy favorite hosting the mighty Vanderbilt Commodores for the fortieth fortieth straight season this weekend. <laughs> but that'll end next year. Um, okay, so you've got Ole Miss as a second half team. They did play really well um, in the second half, and do you think they can get to Atlanta? Oh, I mean, I, if I am being a rational person, no. But we won, so I'm feeling a little ir- irrational. Okay. Um, you know, I'm feeling Brock Bowers is out. Possibly 
until the Ole Miss game, maybe after. That makes me feel even better. The ESPN has given us a 31% chance, which I don't agree with, but let's go. Uh, come on. Book your tickets in Atlanta, Ole Miss fans. All right, so there, there's the call to action <laughs> from uh, Mr. Uh, Rebel Bear Landshark. <laughs> All right, uh, whoa, Jason, whoa. <laughs> to, uh, to go ahead and get your, in the last year of the West and East Divisions, can Ole Miss finally win the West? They're the only team that hasn't won the West. Can they win the West? And who's the only team that hadn't won the East? Vandy and Kentucky? Yeah, because South Carolina won it with Spurrier, right? They did, and Missouri won it with Pinkle, who's one of the biggest freaks in the history of college football with what he accomplished com- compared to their talent level. Yeah. Um, in fact, Pinkle went more than once. <laughs> it's crazy. Think about that. Missouri in the SEC championship. Wow. <laughs> Wow. All right. Well, congratulations to Zach Arnett. They got a win um, with a backup quarterback. Uh, it was ugly, but it was a W. Ole Miss made theirs look a little bit prettier. It took them a while. Um, but but late in the third quarter, things started to line up and happen. So we turn. Well, we're not going to turn the page quite yet. We'll, we'll go through today. And uh, then we'll get ready for the weekend. We got... Several guests. Hey, the Ag Up Equipment text line, 601-885-3776. Don't forget, we have Tom Luganville today. He's moving to Monday. Luganville, 930 on the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line. I have to tell you about this game-changing product I use before a night out with drinks. It's called Z-Biotics. Let's face it. After a night out with drinks, I don't bounce back the next day like I used to, and I have to make a choice. I can either have a great night or a great next day, and that is until I found Z-Biotics. Every time I have a Z-Biotics before drinks, I notice a difference the next day. Even after a night out, I can confidently plan on hosting this show and being awesome without worry. Look, I won't lie. I was a bit on the fence about Z-Biotics initially, but then while hanging out with friends over cocktails, I gave it a shot and believe me, it is the real deal. Go to zbiotics.com slash OOB to get 15% off your first order when you use OOB at checkout. Remember to head to zbiotics.com slash OOB and use the code OOB at checkout for 15% off. Thank you, Z-Biotics, for sponsoring this episode and our good times. Well, let's do the big board on a Monday. Congratulations again to Mississippi State and Ole Miss. Uh, the old Miss Auburn game a little more entertaining, but I think Mississippi State fans will take the W. They're four and three, and you feel like they're two and five. One, their rivals winning. Two, all right. What would you give as the other answer? Because they're four and three, you could win another game or two. I mean, look at Auburn, Arkansas. They haven't won a conference game. I mean, 
Hugh Freeze is in his first year. He inherited better personnel. Sam Pittman's in his fourth year. So he they should be in a better spot. Zach Arnett's basically an interim coach that's trying to convince the administration and fans that he deserves an extended stay in Starville. Right, yeah. Of course. He's got a conference win. He's four and three. Arkansas and Auburn are 0 and 9 in league play. Arkansas has a better quarterback than Mississippi State. That's even when Will Rogers is healthy. KJ Jefferson. And Auburn, although they're not any good at quarterback, I mean, they have some players, right? And so, you know, that's, is that the glass half full? All right. I'll ask you, the listeners, you give me your thoughts. Four and three. Um, Ag Up Equipment text line, 601-885-3776. Then I want to know, do you think that Ole Miss, do you believe that Ole Miss can go 11 and one? Jason said he does. Let's get the support on the text line. Come on, somebody back me up here. We could do this. 601-885-3776. Which means you would beat A&M and Georgia. A&M's at home. Um, You'll be heavily, well, you're heavily favored against Vanderbilt. Uh, You'll be favored against A&M. You'll be favored against Mississippi State. You will not be favored against Georgia. So that's kind of the, down the stretch. I don't even think Mississippi State will be favored against Kentucky. I don't know. What will that line look like? That's a good question. Huh. Well, uh, the Mississippi State defense had been terrible up until Saturday. And they played some good football. What about the pressure that they brought? It wasn't the same vanilla generic pressure. They were coming from everywhere Yeah, for the first time. Not just book. Let's uh, let's run Bookie and Jet up the middle, um, and it worked. They held Arkansas to two hundred yards. Wow! I mean, are you surprised how this bad, day and age? That's rare. How bad that Arkansas O line was. I mean, state state brought some thunder, but under it Sam is. Pittman, and an Arkansas O line looks that bad. Well, you make a good point. He's he was an offensive line coach for whatever 35 years before they plucked him from the Georgia staff under Kirby Smart and hired him at the University of Arkansas. Yeah, he's an O-lineman. Looks like an O-lineman. I mean, we've talked about it. for. He looks like a guy (laughs) that's got two barbecue sandwiches in his hand at an event and holding his beer with his pinky and still carrying on, you know, the long neck? Yeah. You know, a bottle. Right, right. Okay, Okay, so he's got two massive barbecue sandwiches with the sauce going down his forearms not worried about it a bit holding court and he's got a bush light in his pinky and he's just he's at home yeah wipe wipe his face on his sleeve kind of guy yeah yeah no doubt Well, he's already got some of the sandwich on his shirt i mean because you gotta save it for later well of course you know that's left you may get back to the hotel room and what do you got yeah so 
Yeah, no, and he's so likable. And 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 really, the question is, uh, well, on the Ag Up Equipment text line, Bo, do you think Mike Elko? For for our listeners, Mike Elko is the head football coach at Duke, but prior to that, he was the defensive coordinator at Texas A&M, and he's the only reason why Jimbo had any success. They were filthy on defense. You look at their defensive scoring efficiency numbers under Elko, and you're like, whoa. Whoa. And, you know, Jim Boa has yet to, you know, develop a quarterback, um, make him really good, like Freeze and Mullen and Lane and Leach have done many a times in their career, among others. But but Jimbo hasn't done that. Would Elko leave Duke to go to Arkansas? I don't see why, especially if Jimbo gets fired and Urban Meyer tells A&M no, now you're leaving all this in the hands of Ross Bjork. So, I mean, mm, yeah. buckle up, Ooh. okay? I mean, you know, Ross Bjork couldn't cash flow this Chick-fil-A over here in Madison, all right? And so, so if you, you, Urban Meyer says no, it, I don't think, I still don't believe Elko's the number one call, but maybe he is even though he's done a good job. But then you go Elko, Norvell, DeBoer, Kiffin, Prom, Brom. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you just kind of throw... These are guys that are having a lot of success. But I don't think DeBoer would go to A&M from Washington. Do I think DeBoer would go to Ohio State or Michigan? You're damn right I do. Ooh. Just because of where where he's connected. But I don't, I don't think... But maybe I'm wrong. I mean, maybe they offer him $10 million and he jumps from Washington and looks at it and says, you know what, I, you know, I have Penix and and this is magical, but but we may not can... Rec- of course, they've never... They don't... They never even created it at A&M, much less, I was going to say, DeBoer at Washington may say, I can't recreate it at Washington. You know, A&M's never really made a run other than the 11-2 and Cotton Bowl team and the 8-1 and COVID team. Which I do believe got, eh, they got hosed a little bit, but that was a wacky year. So, so Mississippi State's defense played great. Ole Miss, I guess both sides of the ball at times did what they needed it to do. Flashes, yeah, yeah. flashes, yeah, definitely. Um, you know there was some sloppiness, but they, I, I, I never thought Auburn was going to win the game. And that's a credit to Ole Miss. And to Lane, and Lane's got the better... Man, when you've got the better quarterback by a thousand miles in the stadium and skill guys, you know, it, it's just... it's It makes life... When, when things aren't going your way, when you're dropping, you know, a field goal, a snap, when, yeah. you're, when you're doing things that you're not normally doing, you can smooth those out. And you know what Ole Miss does? Explosive plays. I mean, Dart's the best player in the stadium, and then explosive plays. Because really today, the whole game is is the whole game is driven by two things, but there's two different stats on this. Okay, so it's offensive and defensive scoring efficiency and explosive plays. That's it. I mean, we can debate all we want with our cold beers this afternoon. Cold beers brought to you by Stella Artois, but but that's the deal. 
I mean, it's it's explosive play. And Ole Miss can generate some explosive plays. And and that's what, you know, even... Um, well, Barbet started talking about it all during the offseason. That's where Mississippi State wants to go. Well, Auburn can't generate explosive plays. Arkansas can't generate explosive plays. And, well, Bandy doesn't count. <laughs> so, you know, there's... All right. I got to give a shout out to somebody. Um, birthday. Marty Ooh. May, who listens to the show. It is her 70th birthday. And she listens to the show religiously. And somebody got in touch with me over the weekend. And I love that our female base has grown. But happy birthday to Marty. Happy 70th birthday to Marty May. I hope you celebrate big. Thank you so much for listening to the show. We love you. SEC Insider Hit coming up next on ESPN 105.9 The Zone, the Out of Bounds Show. State with their uh, first conference win of the season on the road against the Arkansas Razorbacks. They may be making a change. I'm not going to get into like the... I mean, I read an article this morning on it and it's a lot going on, but bottom line is... Bottom line is they could owe $16 million or $11 million to uh, to Sam Pittman. Uh, but it was a good win for MSU. Yeah, the game, look, you can make fun of the offense, although the offense hasn't been the problem today. People are taking crazy pills. But, um, again, the, the offense has not been... They haven't been exciting or great by any stretch, but the offense hasn't been the problem. Your defense at times has been ranked 112th and 107th in defensive scoring efficiency, although they did make a big jump. Over the weekend, holding the Arkansas Razorbacks to three. I think they're now at 80, uh, I think it's 85th or 86th, somewhere in there, after the uh, holding Arkansas to to three points. But the uh, the bottom line is you get a win with a backup quarterback who hadn't played any. You got to keep that into consideration too, right? I mean, you had a backup quarterback who we asked the question why he didn't get more snaps the first several weeks of the season. He didn't. Um, I thought he looked some, you know, semi-productive, and um, it was what it was, but you got to win. And uh, Arkansas has checked out, mailed it in, and they are done for the year. And so I would think that they'll <laughs> they'll make a new hire. What you don't want is for them to upgrade. Uh, if you're, I mean, depending on who you are. Uh, and can they upgrade? Yes. Will they? I don't know. I mean, the overwhelming majority of athletic directors are not really that good at hiring. So, and really they comes down to, they don't really know what they're looking for for the, from the jump. So once they get down to, you know, the three or four guys that they identify, they didn't even start in the right place. Now, some of you are throwing out Mike Elko, the head football coach at Duke, who was the defensive coordinator at A&M. He'd be a good hire. He would be. Elko's proven that he can do some really good things. He's obviously, you know, Duke is Duke, right? 
And although they lost to Florida State over the weekend, they've looked good under Elko. That would, that would, in fact, even as much as we love Pittman, and I think Pittman's done a good job, and they need to really be careful moving off of him, um, uh, Elko would be an upgrade. Does that mean that they would have like all kinds of success with Oklahoma and Texas coming in the league? You know, I don't, I don't know. The league is really, really down this year. I mean, that's obvious. The two teams that our teams just beat are 0 and 9. That's, that's incredible to me. It really is. I, I, I mean, if you'd have told me that, that Auburn and I don't, I don't expect Auburn, I didn't expect Auburn and Arkansas to be like super duper good teams, but they're 0 and 9 in league Jeez. play. Like, I thought if Jason would have said before the year, hey, Bo, do you think that Auburn or Arkansas between the two will at least have a win by October 23rd? I'd have said, yeah, I think they'll have one conference win. Between the two of them. <laughs> Gotta be, right? <laughs> They're over. Um, Vandy's over. Um, you know, South Carolina's in the toilet. And I don't think they're going to let go of Beamer, y'all. I think they're going to make Beamer a clean house. And I think Beamer's another one in a long line of coaches that doesn't know how to staff. I, I think the overwhelming Ooh. majority of coaches don't know how to staff. And that's, that's the problem. Um, you look at some that do, though, and it's impressive. In fact, Lane Kiffin. Lane Kiffin's good at staffing. Uh, he is. And there's some other coaches that are... Uh, Hugh Freeze hired a good staff. He's in year one. They don't have a quarterback. They hung around for a while against Ole Miss. I think you kind of could see the way the game was going to go. Eventually, Ole Miss was going to break through the dam. You know, mm. Auburn had fingers everywhere. Toes. And eventually... <laughs> Plugging holes. Yeah, eventually Jackson Dart. And kudos to Quinshawn Judkins because there was some rumblings and mumblings up in Oxford of being disappointed and kind of how that season had gone for him. Um, and then, hey, made some throws to real, pre-scoring and others. Made some throws to uh, to hurt Auburn. But, but Auburn, Freeze is in year one. I think we all have confidence that Freeze is going to get that thing going. Yeah. Right? So even though they're... And that takes me to Zach Arnett. Hugh Freeze hasn't won a conference game. Do you think Hugh Freeze is a good coach? Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> so so let me let me take that to to Zach Arnett because we know that Lane is a. It, did it take Lane a while to figure out how to be a head coach? No doubt. I mean, the Oakland Raiders, the Tennessee Vols, the Southern Cal, the, all that learning, getting hit in the mouth. What do I need to do? You know, do I need to always be brash and cocky? You know, getting fired from the Raiders, getting fired on the tarmac at, at Southern Cal, and then all of a sudden ending up at Bama, but really humbling ending up at Florida Atlantic. I mean, I think he loved Boca Raton, but he didn't want oh, to be yeah. at that program. All right, so let's think about Hugh Freeze and Zach Arnett. And, and, and well, I mean, you could throw in a couple other coaches, but we'll walk through this. We are the Out of Bounds Show, 105.9 The Zone ESPN. I want to say good morning, welcome in. Winning's fun. You should enjoy it. Um, and a dub, you know, a dub's a dub, especially on the road in the SC. It's not like you went and beat Vandy. You beat two teams that have had a pulse in their history in the Arkansas Razorbacks and the Auburn Tigers. Now, your SEC insider hit is brought to you by our friends at Farm Bureau Insurance. Bundle your car and home and save 
with your Farm Bureau insurance agent, favrates.com, F-A-B-E, favrates.com, Farm Bureau insurance. Now, let me get into this. We're going to have Jake Thompson, Ole Miss Insider at 8 a.m. Looking forward to that. We were going to have Jake last week, and then some things just kind of happened that uh, we ended up having a special guest in the studio. We'll have Justin Frommer, 247 Sports, Gene, Gene's page at 8.30. And then at 9.30, we'll have Tom Luganville. So we're loaded up today. 8, 8.30, 9.30, loaded up on the Farm Bureau Insurance guest line. Now, Zach Arnett got a conference win in his first year where he's kind of an interim coach. He, uh, it, it wasn't pretty, but there's plenty of people who win on Saturdays where it's not pretty. No doubt. <laughs> One team had 205 yards of total offense. The other had 200 yards. Your defense actually showed up. Now, why it took Arnett this long, I think he got involved. Okay? I don't know why Zach Arnett thought, I'm going to hire Matt Brock, who's never been a defensive coordinator, and call plays and get out of his way. I understand why Mike Leach hired Zach Arnett and got out of his way because that's how Mike Leach does it. And he had already won 100 and whatever, 40 games before he got to Mississippi State. But, and I understand why some other, you know, head coaches hire somebody and get out of their way. But I think it's obvious that, and they'll never say it ever because it's very. CIA operative stuff between Zach and Kiffin and all these college football coaches, okay? But, you know, they brought pressure from everywhere on the field. They mixed some things up. And even though Arkansas was, but I will say this, that that was it. They were basically, that was their season. They win, they have a chance at a bowl game. They win, they have a chance to extend Sam Pittman's career. And y'all know the rest, Right? So, bottom line is Zach Arnett has a conference win and Hugh Freeze doesn't. Zach Arnett has a conference win and Sam Pittman doesn't. How surprised are you with that? Well, I am surprised that Arkansas and Auburn are 0-9 in the league. I mean, that's that doesn't... Now, those are still... That's still a good win, though, right? Any win... When you're first-year head coach... And how you got the job. Any win, conference win, home or away is good. But away is huge. Yeah. No doubt. Now, I think I I banged on the drum that you would, you would be... It would be a monumental task for you to win one of the games. LSU at home, at South Carolina, BAM at home. Nobody wanted to really listen. Okay. Yeah. Now I didn't know South Carolina was going to be this this bad. Oof. Offensive defensive scoring efficiency, ninety-fourth, one hundred and two. Holy Mary Olzab, what in the hell's going on in Columbia, South Carolina? But you won the game with a backup quarterback on the road against a coach in year four, not in year one like you. And and against a senior quarterback in KJ Jefferson, who, although is not playing that well, is a really good football player. He has proved it against Mississippi State, against Ole Miss, against LSU, and and many other teams that he can play. Yeah, give Buddy an offensive line, and other teams would be in trouble. 
just give him some time in the pocket. That's or at least to get some space. Yeah. Yeah. So it was a good win. Ole Miss's win at Auburn, even though they're not they haven't won a conference game, it's a good win. You'll take it. Much better than how South Carolina feels today. Ooh. And how Arkansas feels today. I actually thought ten, you know, Tennessee took it to Bama early and they played their tails off. And then give give Bama credit. They imposed their will yeah. in the second half. Did they not? That was rough. Yeah. And now they get a week off. Because Bama's kind of run the gauntlet. I don't ever feel sorry for Bama. But, you know, they played Texas, and then they played some other conference games. They've been through a physical, physical stretch. And now they get the week off before, guess who plays? LSU at Bama. Not this weekend, but next. So, congratulations to Zach Arnett. He's trying to find a way to another year. And state fans are a little... And look, the defense showed... There was no excuse for the defense to be that bad to date. And they were. Um, and that's on Zach and he's got to own that. And I still think regardless of how you play from here on out, you need to make a change at defensive coordinator. Go Mm -hmm. find a guy in G five that has three years of play calling experience that defensive scoring efficiency is unbelievable and hire him. He's making 200, 250. Offer him 750, 800. He and his wife will walk to Starville. Make sure that he and Zach align, whatever, that they're philosophically in the same zip code and then let the dude go if if Zach can win some games, uh, a couple of games down the stretch. for I want to ask our listeners this as far as Mississippi State. Do you give them a better opportunity to win on the road at Auburn or Kentucky at home? Ooh. You know, Auburn's still a tough place to play. Ask Ole Miss this past weekend. Even though they don't have a quarterback and Freeze is trying to figure this thing out in, in year one. Do you think Auburn on the road? I still think Kentucky at home because of Kentucky's what? I think Kentucky's schedule, you know, and and who they play compared to who we all play. That's where I am, Jason. You know, I mean, I, yeah. I know they, they've got some things that they do pretty well but um I, I i still believe kentucky at home but i'd like to hear from the listeners 601 here's the text line i think y'all know it 601-885-3776 by the way uh dart and mike wright and the you know lots of people made some mistakes early and you overcame them on the road Hey, that's a testament to, because things can get shot. We've watched Mississippi State and Ole Miss, something not go your way early on the road. Yeah. And then you, and then the blank hits the fan. We fall apart. <laughs> that's a- <laughs> what happened. And I'm not surprised with Ole Miss. Just Kiffin, year four, Dart, played a lot of football, and so on. But Mike Wright throws a pick and didn't let that, he, he didn't, he didn't allow that to be a, Four pick day or three more fumbles. Mm. Credit to him. You throw a pick right out of the gate on the road. You really haven't had anything good happen to you in a long t- really since Arizona. Is that fair? Wow. Yeah. I mean, you know, <laughs> Arizona, the ebb and flow back and forth, and you end up winning the game. 
and they end up being a, a pretty damn good football team, even with their second-string quarterback. So you really haven't had a lot good happen. You're looking for anything at this point. Everything's been a struggle since last December in Leach passing away. Everything's been a struggle. And what'd you do? You overcame adversity. I mean, there's good high school football teams, really, really good, that stumble on the road early and get beat. There's good college teams. I mean, Washington was down and had to score 12 points late. Uh, for our listeners, the Washington Huskies in college, not commanders. Right, right. Uh, now, you know, because of Penix Jr.'s ribs and so on, the point is it, it's not always smooth. It wasn't smooth for Ole Miss. Hey, Ohio State, Penn State. Ohio State started targeting the best player in the stadium. His last name's Harrison Jr. Things worked out. So, and, and what did Bama do? Bama's Bama. Saban's been there, what, 16 years? And and Bama got hit in the mouth. They were down at half. Uh, yes. 20 to 7. And, and you look at, now, Bama kept their composure. Yeah, as they do. Usually, yeah, that's a good point. But again, veteran coach, 16 years at Alabama, number one recruiter. They still got hit in the mouth. And they kept their composure. You know what I'd love to know from our listeners, and I think everybody's going to gravitate towards the team, and I think it's the wrong team right now. But if 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 all of our listeners started their SEC power rankings, do you think the majority of them would start with Georgia when really you should start with Bama? Hmm. I don't know. I mean, I feel like there's more people than you would just think. Just because Georgia's undefeated. Yeah. That's how yeah. we that's how we work as sport. I mean, Bama lost a game against Texas, doesn't count in the conference. Right. They're still number one in the West. What you know it, it is how about this? Is Bama more battle tested? Yes. No doubt. I mean, uh, Georgia had they, they did struggle against South Carolina, struggled against Auburn. Yeah, but those are now not good teams. <laughs> like, like those are those are not good football teams. Right, right. So when you're and in, in, in the power rankings, do you have to put the Ole Miss Rebels at number three? Come on, don't you? Because they beat LSU. And now, if they played, you know, neutral field ten times, I think it'd be really, really close, right? But how do you see it? Would you automatically put Georgia at number one? Or would you put Alabama at number one, power rankings? And at number three, who would you who would you slot at number three? Ole Miss and then LSU at four? Some of you, I think, are going to... I think most of you are going to go Georgia, then Bama, then Ole Miss, then LSU. I think LSU fans now are going to say... Hey, we're better. That's fine. Georgia, Bama, Ole Miss, LSU. Bama, Georgia, Ole Miss, LSU. Mm. Or flip Ole Miss and LSU. The bottom line is Ole Miss has the head-to-head against the Tigers. Now, we'll see what what plays out here over the next couple weeks. Ole Miss is going to win again on Saturday, and LSU has a, what, week off. They've somewhat, I mean, they've run the gauntlet too. They had to play Florida State. Now, LSU, 
No, I'm not going to go there. The Out of Bounds Show, 105.9 <laughs> The Zone, ESPN. We're live in the Bank Plus studio. I want to thank you for going to Apple Podcast and Spotify, searching Out of Bounds with Bo Bounds. Apple Podcast and Spotify, searching Out of Bounds with Bo Bounds. I've also got to say happy birthday to Jeff Norris. He was my first co-host on the show 20 years ago. Wow. Yeah. Man, good for him. Yeah. He did a great job. He would have been an absolute star in our industry uh, because of his uh, crazy, quick-witted mind. I can't believe he stayed within FCC guidelines. And um, we didn't even know what FCC <laughs> guidelines were when we were on Super Sport 930. We didn't even know what we were doing. You know, we just buy some beers and do afternoon drive from four to six. No guidance, no coaching, no topic development, no direction, nothing. Super Sport 930. Yeah, baby. Wow. Yeah, baby. All right, who do I have as a caller? So we have uh, Gator Mac All on. Right. On the Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoor Caller Line, Gator Mac? Oh, guys, is he going to go to Florida, Georgia? <laughs> you know it. Is it Gator Matt or Mac? I think it's Mac, but it could be Matt. All right. Good morning. What's up, buddy? Bo, what the hell is going on, man? How are you? It is Gator Matt. Hey, buddy. <laughs> How you doing? Man, I'm, I'm doing well. It's been, man, it's probably been since you're on 930 since I talked to you last. Well, that's on you. Um, Bo... It's Florida Georgia week. <laughs> I mean, are, are we pumped or are we pumped? Uh, if y'all can make it a fun and entertaining game, then I'm pumped. Bo, there's nothing better than that game right there on the St. John's River. And you know, that river, Bo, it's one of the few rivers in the world that flows north. Did you know that? Actually, I've been to that game and I did not know that. That river flows north. Do you know why it flows north? Tell me. Because Georgia sucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. They're a 14-and-a-half-point favorite, big dog. I, I just, uh, I don't see it. But but maybe you catch them. Now, look, here is what we, we've been able to see throughout the season. You know, teams, teams have their good Saturdays, and, man, teams have their bad Saturdays. Right? I mean, um, I don't know if Ole Miss has had a bad Saturday, but Mississippi State had their bad Saturday against LSU. That game was over from the jump, done. Offense didn't show, defense didn't show, you know, so on. Bama had their bad Saturday, but they're so damn good, they were able to collect themselves at halftime and come out and just impose their will. Well, they had a bad Saturday, I guess, against Texas. Yeah, yeah. Um, Arkansas's had several. Auburn's had several. LSU. I had to walk through that. A and M had their their bad Saturday for sure. Um, I, I don't see that being a close game, um, but I'd love for it to be an entertaining game. Yeah, I've been look, man. The world's largest cocktail party does not disappoint. I did not know that you could have a neutral site SEC game be that awesome. Is that one of the best rivalries you've been to? Yes. I mean, I, I wasn't expecting, because I've been to the Gator Bowl, and, you know, bowl games are meh. You know, yeah, neutral yeah. set, whatever. You never know, yeah. It's over the holidays. You're there to have a good meal and whatever. I mean, bowl games have lost all their oomph. Um, it's just part, it's, it's fun to bet, and it's it's on TV and, and during the holidays. 
but Georgia, Florida absolutely shocked me how good it was, how intense it was. And I didn't realize that they rotated parking lots around the stadium. One parking lot's Florida. One parking lot's Georgia. And, just, and, and they what? get after it. I mean, I knew that half the stadium was Florida and half the stadium was Georgia. I just didn't know that it had the juice on a neutral site to give it that kind of energy buzz and flair that it did when Bartu and I went. I had an absolute blast. It was it was a ton of fun. Is it chippy? Now we had VIP passes and things like that. Oh, but, okay. But is it chippy? Hell yeah. Yeah. yeah oh, oh, they're they're talking in the parking lot. <laughs> That's because I, I didn't know that you could tailgate at that level in an NFL stadium. Because NFL tailgates, for the most part, are not near as good as SEC and some of the other places. Hey, the Out of Bounds Show is brought to you by Kinetic Staffing. They are your executive recruiter. If it's all about recruiting in college football. It's all about recruiting talent to your business. Powered by KineticStaffing.com.